0: We're Team Zipper, Zor, Paul, Ron, and
1: Reverend Slippery.
0: And we're recording the Catcher's Corner podcast. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my friends. And I can't wait to get on the road again. Welcome back to the Catcher's Corner your house, Zor, Rip Slippery, and as you may have just figured out, we have uh, Paul, Stacy, and Ron. Care to say hello, boys? Hello there, uh, y'all. <laughs> and we are uh, recording once again uh, from, well, currently the Confederation Bridge crossing the Northumberland Strait as we return from PEI on our cash raid. And I would say we uh, we had a successful uh, a successful weekend. Would you say so, gentlemen? I agree. Absolutely. It was alright. It was alright? Yeah. I wanted a new roommate. No, you just can't please Ken. Just can't please Ken. A lot less bullying. A lot less bullying. Yeah. So uh, this month, uh, let's check out the news. So the first thing I had on our list here was that uh, Google Maps has actually returned. They were there, then they disappeared, then they were there kind of afterwards, and now they're there apparently for good. So this is uh, this is good for the geocachers who uh, use the map. I imagine, Paul, that came in quite handy for yourself. I do enjoy the Google Maps. I'm, I'm used to them. It's not, I don't even
2: know that they're so much better than what uh, was replacing them, but it's just what you're used to, so it's much easier when it's something more familiar, I think.
0: Yeah, plus I think uh, I know a lot of people like the satellite view. I mean, I, I definitely. I, I use it a little bit. You use that quite a bit, though, don't you,
1: Ken? I'm always satellite view.
0: Yeah. Plus, so. I use CTEO a lot, which is also satellite deal.
1: Okay,
0: yes, that's right. So. All right, so next on the news here that I had, and I know that uh, this got announced a little while ago for uh, Android and then just came out for Apple, or announced for Apple, was uh, it looks like Google and Apple are both uh, set to try and take on a little bit more of the... Uh, GPS market. I know Google's got a brand new set of maps and stuff that they're coming out with. Is that on your phone yet, or not that I know of? Not that no. you know of? Yeah, they were talking about new new aerial view, new maps, a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, I know with the uh, iPhone, with iOS six, they're removing Google Maps, so Google Maps will not be on the iPhone. When you uh, if you upgrade your uh, phone to iOS six, they have their uh-huh. own new mapping thing, and. Uh, Some people are saying, you know, with the smartphones getting more and more, very much like the car and other types of GPS, is that it's looking a little bleaker for companies like Garmin. So, I don't know how true that is, but I guess we'll find out. Garmin will stay alive. They have open caching. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't don't think I... I still never would replace my, my handheld GPS with a phone. I know a lot of people who cache with their phone, but I just... I like down a battery life for me. I'd like to see Apple purchase Terra Caching. <laughs> <laughs> Terra Caching? Is that even still around? I'm pretty sure no. Yeah, so... Um, the other last piece of news that we talked about briefly in the last podcast was that the there were rumblings about the, uh, the Maritime Mega... Uh, version 2.0 and uh, so that, that officially became news I guess you would say not that long ago so Treehugger from uh, Fredericton is organizing a starting to organize the Maritime Mega so they're looking to probably use some variation of the same name because they can reuse the uh, website and the name and all that and the, the big advantage is that they can continue to, uh, if they can continue to use that name they get to be a mega right away. They don't have to wait. So that's excellent. Yeah, I think that's that's cool. So I'm sure it'll be successful.
2: It's, there's a lot of planning to do, as people who were involved in the last one could attest to. But I think it'll run really smoothly. There's a really group, good group of cashers in the area um, who are dedicated, and that's all you really need is that that core group, and then it, brings other people in to help as needed, and it grows from there.
0: Yeah, yeah, they. Uh, they actually have a pretty nice spot by the by the look of it. I was just going to say they got a great setup for it. Yeah, got a great cool. location like Fredericton too. Just yes. the Fredericton area is great for it. Yeah, lots of caches. Um, you know, they're they're got a little bit of a, a committee going on there, and it looks like that they're going to do quite well. So hopefully, as uh, the months go by, we'll see some uh, some more news on that. I would say come September,
1: October, we should start seeing some stuff online.
0: Yeah, yeah, a I, website I and stuff like that. Yeah, hopefully we'll see uh, we'll see something there. Uh, so I had recent events. Um, did anybody here go to Evil Seas Ascent event? No, I was working. Yeah, I, we. No, well, you weren't I working. Machine.
1: <laughs> you,
0: yeah, you, three of us were in Miramichi.
1: I was supposed to work that day.
0: <laughs> anybody at work listening to this?
1: <laughs> I took the day off. You took the oh, day, off. day off. day's holidays, yeah, I remember oh. that now.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, but well, we've all been to the Pinnacle before. I've been there a few times. It's a, it's a wonderful hike, and I'm sure the event was great. The perfect location, they put out some new caches.
1: Well, a, for a it a three hour hike and five caches, opposed to Mare Machine, the 100 and some we got. I guess it just depends how you want to look yeah, at exactly. it. We did have, we did have, I'm have a, a nice people trip. people
2: on though. each side of the decision, whether they, like yeah. the four of us who went to do the pipeline and uh, the people who did the hike, I'm sure everyone had a great day. So that's the main thing, it's yeah. depending on what your mood is or what your pleasure is for caching, really. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, and looks like the logs and stuff were pretty good, so I think people I think people actually enjoyed it. I know. I think uh, they
2: had some excitement when uh,
0: Snake 9 wandered off. Yes, yes. they. Uh, That's right,
2: he
1: forgot to turn when they all turned, and he walked a kilometer and a half on his own. Staring at his
2: uh, iPhone or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah,
1: just kept going. I'm yeah. sure
2: EBE was really
1: happy. And the day, Hayward Pinnacle was busy that weekend. The day before, about 20 people went out with the town of Riverview and brought a group out.
0: Oh, as really? part of,
1: part of New Budget Trails Days. So on the 2nd, they uh, went up. A ton of reviews drove a bunch of people in. Oh,
0: cool. cool. I was
1: asked to go and be one of the uh, host to bring people up, but uh, I, I was—I did work that
0: day, for sure. Yeah, so uh, Yeah. So we... Yeah, and we actually went up and did the Pipeline series, which was quite a, an adventure in the little uh, yellow Aveo. The off-road Aveo. Yes, the off-road Aveo. That was amazing, people on ATVs
1: looking at us funny as it drove by. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, little Aveo taking on that thing. I think we did... I think we did about 90% of the caches in that little curve. Yeah. yeah. So that there was, was the five that bed. we had to walk and get. Yeah. Because of the beaver dam only. Yeah. yeah that was it. Everything else we uh, we uh, we got. So that was quite entertaining. I got a good laugh out of that. There was also a worldwide flash mob day. So there's flash mobs around the province. I know Fredericton and St. John had one. Uh, Rev, you had one in Moncton. Yep. It was fun. We had some good signs, some funny stuff. Put a few pictures up.
1: Yeah, St. John one went well, and the Fredericton, as always, had uh, 20 plus people there, or th- maybe even 30. They had a-, a good crowd. I guess it really rained. Oh, did it? It was just, well, just drizzled on our day, of course.
0: Yeah.
1: And all four of us were there, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, yes, that's true. It that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I the idea. It's a good so idea to do the. Uh, a few people the honked themes. and waves,
1: and a few people come over to ask us what we were doing and laughed and while we were protesting.
0: Well, listeners might not know what your flash mob was, so. It was a fake
1: protest. Everyone had to bring up a protest sign of, of anything that they wanted to protest or support. Yeah, I guess it really was. So, we had signs everywhere from uh, being, you know, kind of foolish, like, I have a sign, to, uh... <laughs> a sign geocaching? You. Yeah, just a plain geocaching sign, and yeah, someone Misha. said, I was promised Timbits. Yeah,
0: Misha had a uh, one with Signal on it, which yeah. was kind of cool. Actually,
1: he spent a lot of time coloring that. Yeah,
0: right? he did a really good job, so it <laughs> was pretty cool. Um... I also have, uh, for events, recent events anyway, the uh, Geocachette Tiger Tracker did two of his uh, his sessions. I at the, attended both of those. The city of Dieppe. I did one. I didn't make the other one.
1: Yeah, the first one had myself and Montpa, and pa, and the second one had myself, Montpa, and Pa, and Zor. <laughs> but we had some really good turnout from people. There was probably 15 to 20 people out learning each time, so that went well. That's good. That's how the game grows. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, uh, one of the families I brought out turns out his father and my father grew up together, and I've known each other forever. And we, really? Yeah, and we think we might be related,
0: actually. It was, was kind of oh, funny. Wow. Lucky guy. Um, yeah, I actually think I got contacted by somebody that was at one of those, or I met one of those, but anyway, it's it's really, uh, it's nice to see that uh, Tiger Tracker's taking a proactive look, you know, a little bit of proactive work in in promoting geocaching within, uh... Yeah, it had something DM. to
1: do with youth youth days or something. Yeah. Along those lines, was they were all mostly kids there.
0: Yeah, so... Yeah, very, very good turnout. It was cool to see. Uh, I went through the caches published in the last, uh... month or so. So this is by no means a complete list, but... I saw a Tracker 230 is still, uh... is still listing some. I think we're, uh, he had a bunch for the Highway 11 series. Highway 11, that, some yes. Yeah, and, uh... Um, who else did we have? I saw True North, 1867, Cable Guy, Wo- uh, 1, Woody, 437, Lufin, Robin, Sheila, Marakma, and, of course, you know, all the other people that I didn't mention. But
1: We just had five emails come through with Belladans. Five micros in five minutes. <laughs> Anxious to see them. Yeah. I hit two caches. Pastor Jim has them found already. <laughs> for,
2: the, uh, for the first time in ages, but one of them I'd actually hit about a year and a half ago and just never bothered to activate it or get to straighten out my challenge cast. Paul, maybe you could
1: take some time to explain the new caches in Sackville. What's going on there with the museum caches coming
2: up? Oh week. yeah, that's true. The uh, I saw them come up in the area, um, and they were hidden under the username "museums across the marsh," which was uh, a name I didn't recognize. When I checked the profile, they had no finds and just these hides. And it turns out to be um, an initiative done by the Tantramar Heritage Trust, and uh, so they have a student, well, a graduate hired who's uh, who has done some geocaching but never hidden any. Anyway. They had hidden six caches at uh, museums in the Tantramar area from Amherst to Port Elgin to Sackville and Dorchester and uh, each of them is near the museum. The write-ups were very basic and as it turns out the coordinates were off on all of them, um, but I contacted the Heritage Trust and um, found out who was responsible for hiding them and we went out and we fixed uh, three of them, we've got one more to fix and then we're going to, the other two didn't get activated because they're actually too close to other caches. Um, even if the coordinates were fixed, including the Bolton House Museum in Sackville, where I have a cache, um, which I'll archive for the Heritage Trust to have their series. And I think their plan is to put more information on the website and to try and draw more people in uh, to either the museums and into town and things like that. So it's a really neat initiative. Uh, it's a great idea. The one in Amherst so far has um, been the one that really impressed me the most because it was a museum I had no idea about. And the hide is really neat, um, well, the, the area where the cache is hidden. So it's, uh, they're worth checking out for sure. Well, thanks for taking the
1: time to fix them. Oh, Stepping well, up.
2: Well, I think most of us have had experience of when we started hiding caches um, <laughs> that hasn't gone so smoothly. One of the first ones I hit, I remember, was about uh, two kilometers off, but because of the name uh, hospital was in it, Hillbilly Bob still found it and mentioned that the coordinates may need fixing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Two kilometers
1: off. Yeah. I w- my first, ho- All of my hides, for the most part, have been good. I haven't had any that were way off, but I'm very very careful with yeah, them because I don't want to have It's easy problems. to
2: transpose a number. And I had a lot of help at the beginning. Yeah. yeah the reason that these were off is because of the, uh, whichever units, uh, the, the minutes and, uh, seconds were put into, if you enter them into digital, or not digital, but decimal instead of the yeah. UTM or whatever, so they were all off by the same means, and what had happened is when the person submitted the cache or checked it out on Google Maps and wrote down those numbers, when then she put them into the decimals, minutes, and seconds, uh, it was off because it wasn't the same units.
1: Okay. Yeah, rookie was, mistake. It happens. happened. And it, 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 I saw the account with no hides and no finds, and it had a name. I said, "This is either an experienced casher hiding it for them, or it's somebody brand new."
2: Yeah, it's it it kind ready. of kind of both. Like somebody yeah. who had hidden, who had found caches before. Yeah, um, but not a whole lot. And, uh oh, that's cool. I like,
1: I like caches like that, museums
2: and stuff. Yeah, it's a really Perfect. neat idea, and they're going to expand the series because there's another half a dozen museums or historical sites that they're responsible for that they'd like to bring people to, and geocachers are kind of a, a target group for a way. Like, if you yeah. put a cache there, the geocachers are going to come. Yeah. What type of containers were there? They weren't pill bottles and bill bottles. The containers, the containers uh, aren't super, and I think we're, we're going to end up replacing yeah. them. Um, but I'm interested in seeing how they weather over the summer. Yeah. If they get damp or anything over the summer, uh, we'll replace them, but cause the student finishes her position at the end of August and is leaving town, right. so I'm going to help maintain them now that I yeah. know where they are and things like that, but we'll, we'll see. They could they could last, because they have an interesting seal, um, yeah. but uh, I'm not sure, so we'll see how they, they handle rain and, and the fall.
1: Things going on all right up there, Ron? Yep. Today we're on the course, we're on track. So far, so good. Okay. you on the road, yep. All right, we just, want, we just want people to know you're still alive.
0: Well, I did have a little nap there for the last 15 <laughs> minutes. You guys didn't notice? No. <laughs> oh. Well, at least you don't have your GPS in your hand right now. <laughs> uh, Paul keeps taking it away from me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so for, for those who wouldn't know the story, when, when we come to PEI, Ron's always got his GPS in his hand, but he's typically, well, he's always the one driving, because we're in Ron's car. It's kind of the, uh, the cashier's mobile here, and... We're be a little bit drifting and, and a little off in a little bit if you're paying attention to the GPS versus or, what... Or
1: just slow listening to our directions. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the main roads, when we're back on the dirt roads. On the dirt uh, roads. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yes, that's true. Not on the highway.
0: No, no, no. So Haven't hit a moose or a deer yet, though. So true. Um, so, while we're on that conversation, I had uh, I put, since we, we were in PEI this weekend, I put some note stuff here and some stuff we might... We might talk about others, we may not talk about. We'll see how it goes. Um, just given that there's been a lot of conversation and, and uh discussion on Cash Up New Brunswick recently about uh about Prince Edward Island and caching on the island, so uh, so just to sort of summarize, we we came in this is what the fourth year, fifth year,
2: fifth year in a row that I think Ken and I have gone over, fourth year for the four of us, yeah, except one year that Ken. Yeah, had a family commitment, so couldn't make it. Okay, so.
1: so I've been coming here since two thousand and eight, and I missed one year. So going yeah. to be five years. Yeah. yeah,
0: so five years, and uh, so it's always like I think it's safe to say for the four of us when we when we've cashed and we're the types of cashers where. You know, we've gone out for number runs and we've gone out for experience runs. You know, some days it's really about getting a couple of really fantastic ones. Like today. Yeah, and then uh, and then other days it's about numbers. And a lot of times, well, basically the PEI is a number is a big numbers one. Our Saturday, who usually well, the last year I think was the first time we went Friday, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. So Friday we uh, we come over to the island, we get some cash, we basically cash till dark. Uh, crash, get up in the morning, uh, Saturday, Saturday's the long day. We, we cash from basically dawn until dusk as late as we can, early as we can. Um, and try and get as many as we can. So this year we broke 175 in a day, which was a nice accomplishment. Uh, breaking my personal best to 158 I think Paul you had 156 was your personal best Yeah, from last year and Ron doesn't know because he doesn't care so that's fine <laughs> and we
1: didn't do any other than the odd pick off confederation trail it would, these were all other than you know, we didn't go down the confederation trail on a bike
0: yeah that's a we good could point.
1: We easily have easily probably done 250, 200, 300 in a day yeah, yeah. On, if we would have done the confederation trail these were we did get maybe a dozen confederation trails as we were going by yeah. yeah
0: so we did one there. hike one hike, yeah. yeah. We did one hike that had 10 on it. Yeah. And that and was like 3 kilometers or so? 3 to 4 kilometers? It took us a little over an hour. Yeah. That was the one that had the the letterbox, right? That was the letterbox yeah. we got yesterday? And, yeah. and the mosquitoes. And the mosquitoes.
1: then we had the We like It wasn't a loop. Yeah. We had to come all the way back.
0: And that was the one where the coordinates on the, the final were way off. Ma and Pa had new coordinates. For the letterbox. yeah. the letterbox, yeah. Yeah, for that one. Yeah, we all
1: walked by it by 40 meters <laughs> and it came back and we, it
0: was right there. If anybody
1: saw uh, the picture? I was wearing it. In the picture.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, good, good caching day yesterday. Um, so just, um, just a couple of things I, I mentioned here. You know, our experience with caching and PEI and giving people's conversations. So I know that uh, good versus bad hides. What did you guys think of what we found over the weekend? Fantastic. Fantastic. I thought for the for the most part it's it's been fairly comparable to what we
2: do I mean there's a lot of a lot of heritage or the red dirt roads um, we'll find the pill bottles with the film canister or another pill bottle inside so I mean for the most part they're all in excellent shape um, you know the logs were dry there wasn't a lot of maintenance it's only a couple of DNFs and uh, a
1: couple of the series of coordinates were, were yeah, 10 meters off almost every time
2: we got little strings where the coordinates weren't super but we once we kind of corrected for that we started finding them quicker and
1: well they were all on the back of a tree, attached to a tree in the double pill bottle. Yeah, the only we knew th- I, to for
2: it. I think the only thing I didn't like that was different this year is that a lot of the bottles now um, are the hook is there's a hook on the back of the tree, which we've seen in lots of places. Yes. and That's a neat idea, but they've got the the permanent hooks that don't have an opening, so now you can't remove the bottle. So yeah. that in order to it's you it's have to cup
1: hook that they close with pliers. Yeah, it's a, yeah.
2: it's a closed cup hook. So that made it in a couple of places where they're in thicker trees and stuff, you have, you're have you really reaching in and you're getting your face scratched up and things like that to turn the bottle over to get the log bottle out. So that was, you know, it's a minor annoyance, but that didn't happen too often. But I like being able to take the cache out to open it to get the, the log out instead of having to maneuver around the branches and stuff like that. But, you know, all in all, there's nothing you can complain about with a uh, over 170 finds.
1: No. 80% of the caches were identical.
0: If not yeah. more.
1: Yeah. Exact same container, cache. So that kinda got monotonous. Yeah, it gets a little
2: monotonous. But again, when you know that you're there for the numbers, you know, there's not a lot
1: you can say. Well like, yeah. if you like, do the E.T. Like highway, you're looking at thirty five millimeters the whole way. So E T Highway, Stud so mill road,
2: all of those. That, yeah. That's it. And I think I think that's what's happening on the island. A lot of these roads are getting filled in for that purpose and you know, it is. It is what it is. I like them that it takes a lot of time for people to put them out and do the cash pages, even if they're you know repeated cash pages and stuff. And I appreciate the heck out of those roads being filled up because every year, like this year, it looks like well, we don't have many strings left at the end of the day to go and get numbers. But by the time next summer rolls around, there'll be another couple of hundred easy caches on beautiful roads. Cigarette. So
0: yep. Yeah, it's true. Um, I found for myself something that, and I mean, this is once again like. Cash quality was pretty good. Yep. You know, the containers were solid, you know, not, not overly difficult to find. With one little exception, and that was just me, was that I did find that this is the first year I've been over to the island where I found a lot of the caches were in a lot thicker brush. Like, the trees, the brush, the branches and things, I found, like, just a lot... I don't want to say harder to get to, but just maybe thicker to get to, not... Not as readily as accessible. Yeah, not, you had to and, work a little more. Yeah, and I'm not not that I'm lazy because you know there there are times when I'm lazy. But I mean, if if you're going to do all these strings and strings and strings of caches, it seemed like one after the other. Like the whole point of it seems to me that they're hiding these for people to get their numbers, which is fine. Um, but if that's if that's the point, then you know, are you? Is, is it a really need, a need to put it 30 meters into the woods, where the woods is just so jam-packed that it's, it's harder to get into? There was quite a few. We were trying to find a way to get off the road,
2: to get I, into I them. I think part of it might be the time of year they're hidden. Like, if you're hiding them in the fall um, or even the winter, because I think a lot have been hidden over the winters in the past couple of years, you don't realize the growth that will be there in June and July. Yeah,
0: that, I'll give them that. That's
2: that's So, you know, crude. it probably gets quite thick. But still trying coast. to
1: get off a road with when it's thick with evergreens. Yeah, it the same all year round. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I seem to remember like when we went over the, the first
2: year like 2008 or, or the yeah. first year there was a lot again that just seemed they were like 30 40 meters off and down in gullies and stuff like that and I guess it just ebbs and flows with with who's hiding or yeah or or yeah. what or what the trend is I think you see trends like and and that's fine because. Again, the, the group of cachers over there all seem to all know each other well. So when something is working or something's going well, they all emulate that or copy it. So you see yeah. series like obviously there's a story of Firefly over there who when there's a couple of caches, they'll go a little bit further and hide another one. So there's a bunch of caches that I noticed in the island on the island that were a tribute to that behavior of adding one more for somebody else to go out and yeah. you know. So there's there's a lot of neat stuff like that that happens when you have a, a caching community and, and again the maps and online stuff is such now that you can look and if, if the caches are 40 meters off the road and you don't feel like doing it then you, you can avoid to. that I guess it's just a matter of doing your research before you go to
1: yeah. well I find quite a difference now post El Nimrod as yeah. opposed to pre El Nimrod um, yeah. the quality is up but the, but they're all the same they're all the, the, the pill bottle and they're all in the hooks on the trees which is a much better quality than what used to be there yeah. but now they seem to be all that which, which is it's fine because we know what we're looking for then. Yeah. And it's probably a matter of durability
2: as well. Like
0: Those, yeah, they're last. those,
2: those caches last. Yeah. I mean, that the double log is a
1: bit of a pain sometimes, but it's
2: exceptionally rare to
1: find one that's wet.
0: But opening up
1: a 35mm inside a bottle is almost easier than opening up a Ziploc bag sometimes.
0: Yep. Oh, but, I agree but, with that.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure about the baggy in the 35mm. Yeah, the triple layer? The yeah. triple, <laughs> yeah. but, but again, I mean, who, who knows? Maybe... Maybe it's overkill, but um, we it are works out okay. The fifteen, right? I think we found yes. less, less than five. It well, less, less than ten wet t- caches, like wet logs and stuff like that. There was a couple, but and it wasn't the pill bottles. I it, well,
0: I thought we were going Shetty Act. We're on a Shetty Act. Take fifteen. Take fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's that's my only, and I mean, and it's by no means a criticism of any kind, because I mean, no, we, the caches were really, really good, um, I, you know, we got great numbers, the weather was fantastic this weekend.
2: My absolute favorite caching weekend of the year, every year. Yeah. I it, look for, like, I'm already looking forward to next year.
0: It's,
1: it, uh, uh, meh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah Our it, grand total's over 250 for the weekend, so... Yeah.
0: But I mean, you cash hard like that, and it's it is tiring. It does wear, you know. Like yep. at the, I mean, yesterday, well, when we got back to the motel, I was I was done. Like I was just, boom out, basically the moment I laid down.
1: I was thinking of something yesterday when we got back, and I said 175 or six or whatever our number is. I think it's 175. Uh, NB Fergie had just announced on Cash Up that he got his hundredth find. He was so excited that he got a hundred finds, and. Um, he must think that 175 is wow, and then we sit back and think of Inception and Mark doing 900 and some a day. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, holy wow. Yeah, you know. So it's all perspective. Yeah. He thinks that we did is crazy, and I think what Mark and Jeff did was crazy, in a good way. Good kind yeah. Of crazy. Yeah, good
0: crazy. Good. Crazy. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I was going to mention, and and was that uh, Paul had posted a thing about uh, hedge groves. Yeah. the term hedgerows. Hedgerows. <laughs> sorry, not groves. So, um, for myself, we didn't. I mean, I know we we uh, we disabled, or we uh, those caches had been disabled, so we weren't really going for them. But we uh, we didn't really see anything else other than we had one or two that were in a hedgerow,
1: like between two fields but well, we had a big wide area like like a tractor road on yeah. the side that we could yeah. walk up yeah. and it wasn't far maybe 20 30 meters
2: and, and to be honest traditionally every year I've been in PEI during the summer yeah you'll always find caches in hedgerows like that like yeah. the yeah. idea of it being in a hedgerow is just normal for me in PEI I didn't see the ones that were disabled we didn't go looking at the ones were disabled so we don't know the situations but i mean it's it's a common place yeah. there always has been in the in the years I've been caching there but they
1: were they were actually approached and that, yeah. you know and told no, this might not be the best place to go. and so they they were disabled, so we really didn't go after them. No, so that no. may have been the problem.
0: Yeah. yeah, so I was just it was you know interesting to see that outside of that particular set of caches they're really, yeah, there was no issue. There what didn't seem to be an issue. Yeah, I didn't, be. There, there wasn't any really that I felt uncomfortable going for or, or wondered. No, no, it may have just been a particular area for some reason that was a little bit more of be. a concern. I guess is a good way to put that. Um, so we'll skip right over that. Um, any other uh, any other topics of note as far as PEI as far as the weekend's concerned? I think this is the furthest west we've gone. Yeah. Um, oh
1: yeah we, we went all the, the way to the, we got the to earth cache at Cap- Edmonton Edmont. Edmont. that was a beautiful
2: they spot. did have an event there today that uh, oh, yeah, I hope a... went well they were releasing um, a couple of spur three, trails three from, spur lines from the, from the uh, confederation trail um, and they were in honor of uh, three cachers either from PEI or related to the, the PE, well related in the, in the caching way uh, yeah. to those island cachers so I hope that event uh, went really well today Pete Moss and I know Nook.
1: Yeah, Nook and, and Pete
2: Moss and uh, one of the PEI couple, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Uh, I was the other one. So that was a really neat idea, like that, a tribute line like that for those they, catchers. <laughs> those
1: tribute lines were at the East End, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and I think that's that's a really neat thing to do for them, and I hope they continue to do stuff like that because I think that's a a neat kind of legacy type thing. Well, we thing. talk about
1: Fredericton being tight. PEI is tight as well. Yep. Oh, in a big way. Yeah. They have to be. They're stuck on that island. <laughs> Not stuck, but. But nope. they feed each other. They well, hide a lot of caches they,
2: for each other. They, well, they go caching together a lot. They have a lot of events there. That's one thing, like, from from tip to tip, oh, it's well, great. Well, Nimrod have a lot of events. Yeah, but there's a lot of events in PEI, and yeah. they seem to be well-attended. And it might be the same people, but they get together regularly. They plan new things. They put out series all the time
1: in groups. and They hide together, and then they all log them. It works. So,
0: yeah. But it's good that they have such a tight-knit community as far as caching because it could be the opposite end of the spectrum where people are caching and they just don't know anybody from the area. They know their they know their caching name, they know the types of containers they hide, they know their their patterns, but they don't know anything about them. So it's it's nice to see that there's at least it, a uh, a community of sorts. And again, though,
2: six years ago, um, you know, the Red Dirt Dash, or you know, back then was the first event I attended. There was 90 caches on the island, less than yeah. 100, and we got, I think, 25 of them in one day, or maybe it was 20, and it was a fantastic day. And, you know, we drove all over the island, and it took us 14 hours, <laughs> or whatever it was, to get the, those caches. And, I mean, we had, we had 20 before 8 o'clock yesterday, I think, in the morning, so. Yeah, it's quite yeah. different. Like, the, the explosion of caching in that province has just been
1: astonishing.
0: Yeah, I think when I looked at my query for PEI, I think they're just they're in the 4,500 cash yeah, range yeah. in there somewhere.
1: I, I checked on the PEI cash page, which is ID 70. Okay. ID N, yeah. And uh, it was just under 4,500 when I was because I was trying to get every cash on the okay. island. And that's active, so they've probably
2: in their history had over 5,000 cash. Well, they have for sure.
0: When their budget passed uh, 10,000. Yeah, we broke 10,000 a couple 000. weeks ago. Yeah. So 10,000 active. Yeah. It's funny because I was going to keep an eye on that to see when it would come up, but yeah. I never caught well, what's it. What's
2: funny about that, when people get caught up and they're like, oh, well, I've got the 5,000th cache published or whatever, it's really not. Because that's only active at, at any yeah. time. Like New Brunswick, yeah. sort of, the 10,000th New Brunswick geocache probably came out months and months ago. Because there's all, all of the active ones don't count in that number on the ID page. You know, the
1: archived ones.
2: Yeah, sorry, the, the archive one. Yeah, ones. I'd
1: say we're probably
0: 18, 19, 20,000 caches. In
1: the
2: exactly, the so right? If you
0: count all the ones that were archived. Yeah. That would be interesting to see if you can, uh, if you can look that up, because I know... I think when, it grounds
2: through. The, they can. Through
0: the new GSAC anyway, through, Well, through the... Uh, through the A- I don't think you can hit archive uh, through GSAC, but I know there is an A- there is an API call, the, the search for geocaches. You can specifically search for archive caches or to tell it to include archive caches. So if you had uh, I thought that was in GSAC maybe not I, I didn't see it there because I, I went to try and retrieve a list of archived caches but if it is in there please feel free to post a comment when this gets, goes live um, but yeah because you can search on archived caches using the API so yeah because uh, VBpad was trying to, to
1: develop that yeah, yeah he was asking and he did get it. quite a few people send him their their uh, finds list yeah like Jim and Insepit and stuff yeah you still wouldn't get them all
0: No, you get a you get a pretty good percentage of uh, of numbers. Would be curious to see, but still. Anyway, so yeah, a uh, overall had a a good weekend of caching in PEI. We are we are en route back into town now. Um, Another little topic I had on here was something that I actually I went on to uh, Groundspeak's webpage. Into the forum, and I found a, a post, and I'll include it in the field notes because I thought it was rather interesting, and I uh, it kind of resonated because I know that it there's been rumblings somewhat similar to it, and I kind of wanted to uh, just put it out there and see what you guys uh, what your thoughts were on it. So there was a forum post from I don't remember the cashier's name, and like I said, the link is in the is in the notes. Um, the cashier posted this thing saying that. He had discovered websites that now offer uh, geocaching services for a fee. So you can pay somebody to hide, find, or log a cache for you. You can also pay people to do DNFs, fake needs maintenance logs, and fake need archive logs. So that along with paying somebody to solve puzzles for you solve puzzles, crack where I go, whatever. There's a, there are websites or maybe not dedicated websites. There's websites, you know, eBay-ish or Craigslist, whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah, you can actually go out now and, and purchase. They're being referred to as geocaching services.
2: I think whoever's stupid enough to pay money for any of those services deserves to pay whatever they pay.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: What a ridiculous
1: concept. I get my puzzle solved for free and if I want something archived I call Nemo <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I uh, I read I read the post and I, I just I kind of smiled because I thought you know it's one thing it's one thing to want to get puzzle solved you really want to get a, a puzzle solved and you don't know how and, and maybe you want to get some help from somebody okay you know maybe but things like oh I, I want to pay somebody to log my caches for me I want to pay somebody to post fake dnf and fake needs mar- maintenance uh, logs on caches i just for one that's sabotage it, it is it is sabotage and that a lot of the people on the in the forums were discussing this and saying look you know this I, is it's kind of despicable behavior to to be doing that kind of thing like putting fake logs and well, what i
2: also think how sad it would be for somebody to pay somebody to do that like how pathetic does your life have to
1: be? I wonder if that's legit or just somebody yeah, trolling. It's, it's, that sounds trolling. Boy. Like on Facebook, they're talking about Facebook start charging you know, for the use of their social network. It's not going to happen. No. Because well, people go on, on, on the GC forums to troll, to argue, to fight, to prove people wrong, for no reason then, just because that's what they do. They're probably like that in their life. Their kids must hate them.
0: Yeah, but I saw some of the listings. Like yeah. you go on the the guy listed off, and I don't know what they are. The guy listed off, uh, he may have
1: created them to, to to support his post.
0: You know what? I, I have a hard time buying that, given the nature of the post. Like yeah, yeah, you, you typically can pick up on the on the guys that are specifically trying to troll. I, I don't know about you. Maybe it's just my uh, you know my my particular attitude on it, or the way I interpret it. But it didn't come across as somebody who was just tr- purposely trying to stir the pot.
2: I don't know. Every website has people who just come on there, make comments to stir the pot and just be a general pain in the butt. Every website. If, if Even ours? ours okay. Every website. Every website, yes. <laughs> yes.
1: If anybody, uh, if you hear about a person that can uh, log all your finds for, for a fee, though, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I will do yours well, for you. Well, Ron would probably pay someone to <laughs> yeah, <that's> type <laughs> in his logs. That's totally different. Ron found the caches. Yeah. He just wants someone to type them in. Cause you know, you could find someone to do that. We should tip in and buy e- Ron a helper monkey. <laughs> oh, a thousand monkeys. it would log every cache in a thousand years. Eventually. Eventually. They'd log every
2: cache. They'd put in the correct GC codes eventually. Yeah.
0: So so let me ask you this then. I mean, regardless of whether it was trolling or not, it's an interesting discussion to have because, you know, it, it, it whether it's real or not, it could be real. Somebody could actually be doing this. So the question uh, that I wanted to pose out would... Be, and this was part of what was going on in this conversation, because it did stir up people's interest in saying, well, you know, this isn't right, this shouldn't be happening. A lot of the same stuff you were saying, Paul, like, you know, who would be bothering to do this, blah, blah, blah. And the the discussion kind of turned to what should Groundspeak's involvement in something like that be?
2: Nothing. Nothing. Like they, they can't police that anyway. They'll never... I mean... Oh, there's been there's been feuds and fake logs and fake needs maintenance and all that stuff since the beginning of the site. I've been getting fake needs maintenance logs <laughs> for weeks. <laughs> I can't imagine. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> I think any needs maintenance log I've ever posted are totally legit.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: well,
0: Your cache
2: was haunted.
1: Yes,
0: it was. <laughs> and rude. And
1: it was cold that day. It was cold. That, that cache was really cold. See. But some parts of it I could actually see somebody doing. Like, buying puzzles. So, I, I could see somebody actually doing that, because they want to go and find them. But, to pay someone to go and actually sign the log for you, why bother? Like, that's not... You're not geocaching this.
2: If I'm taking a break at work, I'm not going to pay somebody to play uh, Minesweeper
0: for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Can somebody play Solitaire for me while I'm at work? <laughs> I need to goof off, but I've really got to get this done. <laughs> so, could you goof
2: off for me? I don't know. I just... The whole thing, see, it almost seems surreal, like, it's sad. That's the only word I can think of for for any of it. Yeah, yeah. really. It's thing yeah. If, it's just, if it's you have point. that kind of money, please send it to me. <laughs> and I will fake do a fake needs maintenance log for you. Yeah. And yeah. take your money.
0: See, the one thing that that kind of came out of that that I found interesting, or at least from my perspective, is the fact that... One of the things we, we've noted before is the fact that... There's definitely a lot of trolling and definitely a lot of flame bait that goes on on the ground speak forums. I mean, that's yeah. that's been the way it is for years. I'll ask, I've gone on there and asked, well, when I first started caching, I'd ask innocent questions, just basic questions, and then have my, have my rear end handed to me saying I was stupid or, you know, your ideas are lame or blah, blah, blah. And maybe they are, but not exactly the most friendly and uh, helping environment to be in. So... I guess the question that comes back to me is that, I mean, are we, are we within New Brunswick? Are we... Is it really like that in other geocaching communities, or is it purely something that exists online? Because, I mean, I, I've been to, to plenty of other events and, and gone to different places and cached in different places, and, and by far and large, it seems, geocachers seem to be decent people. You get your weirdos, but you get that in any kind of, any kind of hobby or, or activity. Or we st- is the online presence that we see with some of these trolling. That's you know you, you never really see that face to face, and and that's just a sort of a side effect because you can stand behind a computer and say anything you want, and and nobody's going to call you out on it, so to speak. Well, and that's just it.
2: Again, you do see on, on sites
0: that have either
2: forums or or chat boxes or whatever, the people who will say all kinds of things to initiate a discussion to put it in you know. Politically correct terms, but uh, and then face to face they don't say anything or they they never have that same type of persona almost. Um, but again, it just it just comes back to you know. I, I guess it comes back to me like it wouldn't really affect me even if it was happening. I mean I, I've seen I, I can't remember who it was but a while back talking about selling puzzle solutions and stuff like that on our on uh, the Cash up site. So it happens. That's what those types of things come up pretty much everywhere I would guess if there's enough people someone's going to think how can I make a buck from this or what's the easier way for me to find the solution or
0: whatever and it may not have
1: been serious it may have just been said "Oh, wouldn't it be neat if I could buy them and just a thought that popped up and brought it up and then wham hit with a hammer you know so that happens yeah. you know they just say oh what a cool idea maybe well, and, and again you back down and realize. if somebody's willing
2: to pay for the puzzle solutions and somebody has them I mean more power to them I, I would never ever pay for a puzzle solution ever well, what
1: you'll matters. pay, <laughs> right? but that's pay what I mean. In but, different ways. But,
2: that, but that's the whole idea of free market as well. Like, I've got something you want; you're willing to pay me for it. Oh,
1: that's yeah, the third oldest profession. <laughs> so,
2: I mean, <laughs> I don't know. know. Like, I, I think it's kind of silly, and selling it's like puzzles. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. I, there are some people in the area who'd make a fortune if people were willing to pay for the puzzle solutions.
0: If I had to live off of that, I'd be broke. Now, see, the thing that I find interesting because you, you talk about how ground speaks should stay out of that. But yet they're still continuing to chase websites that puzzle publish puzzle solutions at no charge. So you have an entire websites that actually have puzzles with the final solved, and Groundspeak has has dissolved said sites. There's how one, though? Pardon me, how do they do that? I, I don't know the specifics, but I've, it was another forum topic that I had found, and there's been other previous discussions about the fact that that was considered. I don't know what the what the term is or whatever, but that. It's no different than selling a serial number to a, to a software online
1: or posting it. I
2: mean, no, no, but you if can't I do that, if that's I s- if I post a puzzle solution as a Facebook status, what can Gramspeak do about it?
0: I wouldn't say they do it on you individually. I think because I know the issue came up with. Uh, well, there's a website now that you can actually go to. I can't remember the name of it, but there was a website that you can actually go to, and you bring up a it'll bring up a map, and it shows the final coordinates on multis and uh unknown caches and it was almost entirely overseas there were only maybe a half a dozen or a dozen in within North America but there was a whole ton of them overseas and uh there was a threaded conversation on the Speak forums once again talking about oh well you know they're cheating blah 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 and you get into that whole moral issue people that well, that's a, t- a different discussion um and people are saying, oh, well, you know, that was done before, and I I didn't dig too deep into that particular discussion, but it was the same thing. Oh, well, Groundspeak shut down, they did it on this site, and they did it on this site, you know, it won't last very long, that kind of thing. So I, I don't know whether or not... Uh
1: There's probably something in the things that we agreed to when you click that probably, box... yeah. ...that nobody reads, but it's there saying, you cannot take what's given to us and reproduce it in any other form. It has to be It has to be In order for them To get that shut down They have to have Some legal power So yeah, They, 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 they have it somewhere But that, again That could be The the urban
2: Like an urban legend Type thing too Like I know somebody Who read on A, a regional website That somebody Got their website Shut down Because they posted pu- Puzzle solutions That seems kind of Boogeyman-ish to me I just don't know How they would do it
1: Read so. your read, read the terms of agreement Yeah Maybe it's worth it's checking
2: there. out For sure It could, no, you could be right wanna, there I don't
1: care I'm <laughs> not going to read it because I'm not going to those sites or going to contribute to them.
0: I only bring that up because the, the uh, topic conversation has come up before where people have said, well, why don't you put a, a way to know where puzzle caches are within New Brunswick so that people who want to hide in areas where there's a puzzle-rich area, they know where they could hide versus not necessarily know the exact coordinates but be able to determine whether or not an open spot exists.
1: Yeah, I remember that discussion.
0: Yeah. yeah. Probably about a year ago now, I, I, if I were to guess. Yeah.
1: So, and Puzzles, not knowing where a puzzle is, is just nature of the
0: beast. Yep. It frustrates
1: yeah. me to no end, but it's also part of the game. Yeah.
0: You, you really can't do anything about it. It's right. just, other than get rid of puzzles, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't so want to do them, don't do them. Well, make a puzzle caching site. Geopuzzle.
1: Revslippery.com. Yes, yeah. <laughs> com. Anti-puzzles. You can make that part of your protest. for your yes. you the next sign. Oh, didn't you see my protest signs? Oh, you did? Yeah. That? Yes. You did. Make traditionals, not puzzles. No micrologics.
0: Well, that, that, that's just it. And people who say, you know, don't... Well, there's all these caches. I can't do any of them. You know what? You don't have to. I, I think there seems to be this... They have an ignore list. They don't yeah, you on your map. Yeah, I was going to say, there seems to be this mentality that if it's, if it's there, I have to go get it. No, it's not. I mean... I see all kinds of question marks on my map, and I ignore them, I don't deal with them, I'm, I'm like, yeah, you know what, I'll, I'll go get, you know, I went the other night, and I got probably five or six before I went to go see a movie, and, you know, there's, there's enough caches around, you don't have to worry about always getting puzzles, so, anyway, so interesting conversation about that. Um, I think that actually just brings us to, uh, upcoming events and, uh, closing off. I don't know how far along we are, but, uh, let's see here. Oh, a little 44 minutes. Might be, uh, a shorter episode this year. This year, yeah. Won't have another one until, uh, June of next year. I'm annual not... podcast. Yes, annual podcast. Yeah, someone said
1: do one a week. Said, no. There's, there's other people doing podcasts every week that you can get online. They're probably not as good or as entertaining. <laughs>
0: But they, they're there. Um, so, regular uh, upcoming events. So, we have the standard breakfast. Uh. I think there's four of them coming up. Standard ones. There's the uh, Trail Mix GC 101. They're all on event. the same day this month. Are they really?
1: Are they breakfast? There's three on the same day. Yummy. Moncton, Frereton, and St. Stephen. We'll all on the same day.
0: Trick. <laughs> you get to all three in one day. It'll be like,
2: uh, oh, what, what's the. Uh, the British band The fake British band That did uh, St. John's Ottawa and Vancouver Concerts all in the same day Oh
1: yeah
2: it's Final Tap I don't know why I've done that But <laughs> do Three <laughs> breakfasts in one day Run but oh. run in Grab a slice of toast Zoom off Break as many speed records As you can Get some coffee <laughs> And away you go
0: And away you go uh, So Sunfest Ken Why don't you have a little uh, Tell us a little bit About what's going on With Sunfest Since that event's coming up
1: yeah, during review Sunfest, same as last year. I'm going to go and put six caches archived last year's. So uh, I'm not going to archive the uh, old ones until uh, the day before or something like that. I'll just pull them out. Or maybe the week before if I need the spots. Because yeah. I'm going to You're go... the same spots. I'll, well, not the same spots. May, I might go in the same areas. Yeah. Because review is pretty full. So I am archiving those six. So I may reuse some of those areas again. Uh, to hide six caches again with uh, stickers this time, like the winter one. Uh, That way there, if one goes missing, well, yeah, then I have to go replace stickers. But last year, you know, they were in the covers, and one got uh, replaced, even though it wasn't missing, and people were finding it with the the throwdown. So, uh, this one will have stickers in it, there will be six of them. Get the coin, there's a hundred coins. The event is going to be, the kickoff event will be Friday. The last Friday of the month, 29th is it, I believe, at the Chocolate River Station. The market will be open, so there's going to be lots going on there as well. We have the inside of the building all to ourselves. There'll be some refreshments, and people can explore the market. I'm hoping to have the caches come out the day before. They shouldn't take any more than half hour to an hour to find all six. They won't be difficult. Uh, they're supposed to be family-friendly and easy for kids, so I, I'm not that imaginative to make them hard, difficult, or <laughs> tricky. So... Um, That'll be nice. So there's 100 coins. 99 left. I got mine. Yeah. <laughs> so there's 99 coins, but mine ain't one. That's <sighs> to do it. So, that, yeah, that's it. So on the kickoff, the coins will be at the event. For anybody who goes out and find them, just come to the event to get your
0: coin. Cool. That's it. Sweet. Um, other uh, minor events in uh, June. We've got the... Uh, take a ride on the, was it 845 I think is the, the number? Not a clue. Yeah, I think it's the take a ride on the 845. It's the, uh, I'm pretty sure that's the the ice cream event that KFD's been yeah. doing uh, several times over the last couple of years, so that's going on. I have a lunch event that's going on on Wednesday at uh, Arby's in Moncton, so that's the uh, Bake Cheddar Curly Fries 2. Uh, Beefers Revenge, I think is what I called it. Um, and the last uh, event that's listed right now, anyway, you know, more might, l- might be popping up as uh, we get into July, uh, is the Race for Cash, which, which once again is going to be happening on uh, August 11th. It's, uh, it's in Moncton, starting lines at uh, Boer Park. If you want to attend as a team, you want to run the race, it is very important that you actually do a team registration. I know that I've been seeing um, a lot of will attends come in. I've seen some people say that they they want to attend, they will attend, uh, but I haven't seen registrations for some of these people. So, if you're listening to this and you've done a will attend and you're not uh, and you haven't registered your team yet, please let me know. Are we going into Shediac? No. 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 Where no. are we go- Where are you going? You're going home? to. Oh, I thought you were going... No,
1: I'm getting picked up at Ron's. Oh, okay. I
0: thought
1: you were... No, not getting dropped off here. No. <laughs> All right.
0: Just dropping you off. And- yeah, go, gonna, gonna- go to your house. All right. So, yeah. So, if you... Uh, if you get a will attend, and you are going to be a, a team, make sure you do your registration. Uh, secondly, the coins have been ordered. So, if you see the uh, race for cash... I uh, Race for Cash on Facebook. The front and back of the coin are on there, as well as if you go onto the website, you can now see them. I think they're listed under prizes. Uh, you can just pick, uh, click on that, and it'll show Geo coins. You click on Geo coins, and you can see the uh, the pictures of the coins. Yay, free coins! <laughs> so, well, uh, oh, they're not free, are they? Uh, well, you know, the coins uh, are ten dollars a piece. Uh, if you register for uh, a team, make sure you put how many coins you'd like to have. Um, limited edition. It's a five-year anniversary coin. Uh, four of the most memorable tasks are found on the back of the coin. Uh, so if you've been doing the race the ra- last couple of years, you'll definitely recognize a couple of things on the back of the coin. So... One of them is your face? No. Oh. No, no. Uh, just, I would not put my face on a coin. Aw. Maybe Ken's. Oh, yeah. I
1: have, I have a face made for coins. <laughs> it's
0: true. <laughs>
1: I would put it on the railroad tracks if you
0: flatten it out. Yes. And, uh... That's all I have for this month. Have Anything uh, else to add, gentlemen? Uh, no. Nope.
1: The car is very dusty. And there's a <laughs> lot of yeah. red dust inside of it somehow. I don't know. I, can, uh, I
0: think I can plant potatoes right in my own <laughs> car here.
1: <laughs> the, car, the carpets are red now.
0: Indeed. Big time red. Oh, dust.
1: great weekend. Couldn't ask for better.
0: Beautiful time. We'll be back again next year. All righty. All right, so we'll see you guys next month, and uh, thanks for listening.